You're listening to the Amber Wetterer. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Emerald Reprobates podcast with myself, Derek. And James. It's episode 30. Can you believe that? Yes. You can. Because the last one was 29 yeah. or because... Yeah, yeah just... I, it's, I wrote it in the book over there. Oh, that'll do. No, it's weird how they're creeping up on us all of a sudden. It is. I mean, what, we two months off, a year doing it. Start of January, wasn't it? Yeah, so six weeks. Yeah, thereabouts. About six weeks off being... Uh, a year at this, who'd have, who'd have thunk it, as they say, still trudging along doing our thing. It'll be interesting to see, though, if we listen back to, like, episode one and then listen to whatever episode it'll fall on as an anniversary one and see how we came along or... Uh, we have to have. Yeah. Stood at, uh, hello, world. Well, this is um, a podcast, yeah, um, I'm Derek. Yeah, no, I'd like to think it's came on a little bit and the flow is a little bit better or whatever, but sure, you never know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we don't care either way, we're still going to do it. <laughs> you might want to tip your mic up a little towards your face. Here, that'll do. Um, <clears throat> okay, so we kind of finished off last episode telling you that we were going to see Newfound Glory. And by the time that that podcast went, that we will have would have seen them and now here we are talking about it because we have seen them yes if that makes any sense um it's kind of like time travel yeah it is it <laughs> doesn't it's work days of future past ish um yeah we showed up to the academy in dublin uh capacity of about 15 mm, no no 12 what would you say no what well, i not to know what was there the building <laughs> Maybe a thousand. Okay, maybe maybe it's got a, a capacity of a thousand. That's must um, track down that. Yeah, the, sign. Yeah, yeah, the capacity sign that's usually in places. Um, yeah. So anyway, there's an upstairs, downstairs, all like you know where you can all within one area where it's like a balcony type thing around the upstairs. Upstairs didn't have a single soul in it. Um, and downstairs was maybe two towards three quarters somewhere thereabouts. Yeah, full, pretty poor turnout. Yeah. It was, it was bad. Um, I was there in July to see Anthrax and I was wall to wall, here he goes. Yeah, but it was the same even when we seen Newfound Glory play there on the Crying Tour about three years ago or whatever, and it was pretty much wall to wall. Now, I know there was better support acts and it was meant to be a kind of co-headlined with some 41 who then didn't play for some reason or another. Cake. God knows. Um, but we made it in early enough. We, we don't often catch support acts because we're generally just not that bothered. But we did make it in early enough. There was two support acts. First ones, couldn't tell you who they are. I don't know. Didn't get a name. Probably should have for the sake of talking about it. But the, we did catch the second band anyway. A four-piece from um, somewhere in America. Um, New Yorkish area. Yeah, we're going to guess that because you one had a Brooklyn hat on or something like that. Yeah. And um, they said we're from New York. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah, that and the fact that she was wearing a Brooklyn hat. But uh, yeah, it was a, a four-piece. Two girls, two guys. And... Um, bad candy hearts were their name i don't know i mean i'm gonna put it down to just the fact that we're not their demograph no definitely not i felt mm. like the only way i could put it and i did tweet this out literally on the night the only way i could put it was i felt like a 13 year old girl was singing me her diary uh, every bit of the lyric that you could make out every so often because obviously it's a live gig you can't understand everything she's saying but anytime i could it was something about some boy or sitting down by the football mm. field or sitting in a beat-up van. Or boys are mean. Yeah, it was also fucking cliched and very, very pre-pubescent pop at best. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And mm. so much so that it took from me even kind of concentrating on the musically, which they didn't seem too inept musically. No, they seemed all right. Bar they the weren't uh, stealing Jimmy World's songs. Yeah, the very first song, again, I don't know what the track listing was, so I couldn't tell you. But they opened up with a song, and I swear, we thought they were opening up with uh, a Jimmy Eat World cover. Um, was it Bleed America? Was that the... Uh, I'm trying to think of which uh, Jimmy Eat World song it was. I don't know, it was definitely Jimmy Eat World. Yeah, it was ridiculous, the, the opening thing. But anyhow, um, I think it was the bad lyrics coupled with the fact that the two guitar players being like lead singer slash guitarist and then rhythm guitarist if you want to call them that were both the girls and there's certain things in this world that no matter how good you are at it and i'm not saying i'm not being sexist here and saying women can't be good at things but there are certain things that women no matter how good they are at it it just doesn't look natural when they do it 
and playing guitar is one of them. Yes. I, there's very few, maybe Dead Chick from the Breeders, maybe Courtney Love. There's very few girls who've ever held a guitar that actually looked comfortable doing so. It's like female boxers or MM. Well, not so much MMA because that. That they're, they're definitely coming up and on par with that. girls running just doesn't look right yeah girls running I mean I seen a bit of there was a match on telly there a while back um, and just before I, I can't remember it was the brother-in-law was watching it but whoever was meant to be playing the match before it was like the the girls final or something like that it was UCD against Drogheda or something like that alright and it was it was just I'm sure these girls are but probably, I mean, I can't play football for a start, but I'm sure if I, even if I attempted it, that these girls could probably run rings around me in relation to football. But they just looked so awkward and so shit. At one point, uh, one of the girls was running up, like, kind of midfield, I'm going to sound all technically and football-y here, um, and, like, you know, wants to kick the ball up to the forwards or whatever. But instead of, as you would see, and with fellas playing football, that like that kick happens as part of in their stride, she literally stops the ball, takes a couple of steps back, and then runs up to the ball and kicks it <laughs> like it was a set piece. Yeah. And it was like it was, it was like <laughs> as if she was actually physically incapable of like doing that as part of her running motion. Yeah, she had to stop, to reset. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's how even at that high level where you're looking at a final, mm. this girl couldn't do something as fundamental as run and launch a ball as far as she could physically kick it, like, you know, yeah. that sort of way. And like I say, it's the same with guitar playing, it's the same with running, the boxing. They just look awkward as shit, like, doing it. They do. You know, that sort of way. But I, that, agree. I agree completely. We're going to get in trouble for this. Probably, I mean, what do they call them? 12 percenters, isn't it? They reckon that's the, that's the women listenership or something like yes. that. Um, yes. Excuse me, just having a sup of me brew while it's still warm. Um, yeah, no, the thing is, like I say, I'm not saying girls aren't good footballers or girls aren't good runners. I'm sure there's plenty of girls out there could fucking run a minute mile a lot, a lot fucking handier than I ever could attempt it. You know, that sort of way. I'm sure there's girls that fucking leave me standing in a 100-meter sprint. Yeah. I'm sure Katie Taylor would knock the absolute snot out of me if I got into a boxing ring. I'm not saying they can't do what they do or they can't do but it well. Katie Taylor can't talk well. Oh, my God. What is wrong? I mean... I don't know. Is it a boxing thing? Has she been punched in the head too much? Or can you'd, she, you'd hope so. Or is it just an acting thing where... L- let me explain. Katie Taylor, wor- I'd like to think world-famous Irish boxer. I think she won in the Olympics or something like that. Wasn't that where she, she did, won? Yeah. World titles. And, and world titles. You know, very inept. Bo- is inept the right word? Is that no, good or bad? That's bad. bad, isn't it? Okay, sorry. <laughs> very, uh, very apt. I'm making up words now. A good boxer by all accounts. World ma- championship material. Olympic material. Um, recently done an advert for some women's only insurance I think it was yeah. for cars or something like that and like it's it, the only way I could describe it is it's like Ron Burgundy reading the teleprompter like where somebody puts a question mark at the end of any statement and he reads it like a question like it's like he goes I'm Ron Burgundy like he's <laughs> questioning it because somebody put a question mark after the fact that he's saying his name she's clearly reading from cue cards or whatever but she just sounds and looks retarded like she's yeah, got some much. sort of mental retardation, if if that's politically correct to say. It's probably not, but probably she not. Does but look that that, way. That's what she comes across as. No, I don't doubt that the girl can box like with yeah. the best of them, but she can't do fucking ads, and she needs to stay away. She does. Put your hands stop that mic stand. Stop harassing my cinema. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not her. Not you, Katie Taylor. Yes, you get your hands off the no. mic stand. I'm sick of editing out <laughs> you crickling and crankling or up and down the. He does this a lot. He doesn't think it comes true. It but. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, what was I giving out about to say that? Oh yeah, girls that do oh, things yeah. that doesn't Back to the crappy candy, girls in the band. Candy Hearts, that was it. Even the name says it all, like, they were you know. Only there, I looked them up. They're only there because uh, one of the Newfound Glory guys produced their last album. That's Right. That has to be the only reason they're on that See, the thing show. that got me about it was everything they were doing from... I mean, I, I played in the band for, 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 for a brief stint and stuff. And there's certain things that when you do them enough... Other things you're doing while you're doing it should become somewhat natural, whether it's looking around, whether it's jumping up and down, you know, call it moshing or whatever, whether it's head banging, you know, things that would go hand in hand with playing heavy guitar music. But everything they done, like if they chose to kind of bang their heads a little or they chose to jump up and down, just didn't seem to be in sync with what you are hearing and what you are seeing didn't marry up. They looked like it was a band who... It was their first gig. Yeah, but it's not. Oh me. no! Obviously, Together a bunch of years and yeah, 
I mean, yes. and it's another the, another weird thing that jumped out at me, which probably again took from the whole overall experience because you were just distracted by these awkward looking women, these bad lyrics, and then I don't know how to put this without sounding homophobic's the wrong word, but he was a happy drummer. How yeah, how can you be an openly gay drummer? You know that sort of way when you, I mean, we must actually. Did you bother looking this up? Does it say it on Wikipedia or anything? Did you no, look it up? just the band there was no yeah no, I no wonder for PC reasons would they not even bother stating that but if this drummer is not gay I will literally eat the microphone in front of me um, <laughs> it, like it was it was the most if openly gay, gay he's very happy yeah he's the happiest guy with the biggest stick of dick in me mouth face I've ever seen like you know that's all right uh, maybe there's a reason he he didn't have a microphone, like because you know he, they just didn't want him fucking camping up their their show. Well, they they're sing, probably would, they're singing about better. Yeah, they're singing about boys, and he's all like, "I hear you, sister." <laughs> all this hard crack, but um, all in all, not a great opening act. Not not you know didn't do anything. Didn't didn't do what an opening act should do, which is warm you up for the main act. You yeah. know that sort of way. I think people seem to forget that that is the purpose of a warm up act. But then anyway, out comes Newfound Glory, um, and they do what they do. It's, it, yeah. They're very good. They're, they're, they're energetic. They're gone. They're not too preachy. Bit, a bit of waffling between a couple of songs, but not too preachy. Not a, no. You know, borderline. I will say borderline. Once or twice, the rants were going on a little bit long, and they were, you know... I don't even know. <laughs> that they don't you, care. Uh, yeah, it goes to show you how influential their their talks mm. were. I don't know. Maybe it's aimed at these sixteen year old yeah, kids. They definitely weren't Bono though. No, they ain't no Bono. They ain't no. Even uh, Morello was bad. Morello was trying to. I think he was running a recruitment drive. Remember we seen him? Yeah, but that's Tom Morello. You have to expect that. No, th- yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's certain guys that you expect that preachiness out of. But anyhow, yeah, Newfound Glory came out. Done what they done. It was good. It was loud. It was energetic and uh, it was fun. Yeah, good the bass player. Put his shirt back on, please. Yeah, I mean, come on. Some people ate before they went to the fucking show. I mean, there's no need for you. I know you dropped 60 pounds or something like that, but you, you still ain't no fucking yeah. model. But, um, and, and the flicking the nipples and all this sort of crack, just uh, too erotic for my liking. My so, sensitive eyes. <laughs> thanks for the the plaque, though. Oh, yeah, we did get a plectrum that you fired at the sound guy. Missed and nearly nearly hit James in the fucking choppers with it. But, um, yeah, we, we'll take it. We, we, I think we actually, yeah, we tweeted that, didn't we? That was we one did. of the pictures. We tweeted up the picture of the of the. Where plectrum. did we tweet it? At ERP Official. Uh, which will then also link up to, on Facebook, it's Emerald Reprobates Podcast, or just get yourselves along to the website, which is emeraldreprobates.com. Mm. Right, now that that housekeeping is out of the way... Uh, Anything else that random happen, or do you want to jump into the the news no, or some cycling news? Oh, that was always good because yeah. la- you usually arse over to bruise up. Although you look like you're in one piece here, you didn't I mean, limp no, out I mean, the I'm in one piece. I had words with a, a motorist. Kind but words. My mind were okay. <laughs> last, his, his not so much. Last Thursday, lashing rain, torrential rain, floods all over the city. Yeah, yeah. I'm coming down to a not quite a T junction. But there's a roundabout on it. Right, yeah, I'm I'm, sure, yeah. I'm one of these mini kind of painted on roundabouts. Yeah. Okay. And your woman's, it's, it's outside of school. Right. The, your woman's parked in the roundabout directly in front of the T-junction where I'm coming to. Right. And she sees uh, her precious cargo running up the road in the rain and then whips out without looking into the middle of the roundabout that I'm coming around. Right. So I have about five feet to stop and I do. And she drives two car lengths Hits the flashers and stops again in the middle of the road. Right. Because little precious Mickey can't get wet. Yes. Now, so, yeah. I've again, I have enough space to go around her. So, as I go past, bang on the window. Just yeah. to let her know I'm there. Yeah. And then she's beeping the horn. and As you do. Yeah. And we get further on down the road. And she pulls up beside me at the lights. And there, why are you hitting my car? Because you did not see me. Yeah. There, I did. I seen you. I put on the flashers. Yeah, you didn't see me before that at the roundabout. There. I wasn't at the roundabout. You were. You pulled out of the roundabout. No, I didn't. Put up your window and fuck off. <laughs> I'm getting wet here. I'm cycling on. I yeah. don't know. I don't, don't want to talk to you. You didn't see me. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. I know. What is it with women? And like, you know, instead of just saying, oh, jeez, I'm very sorry. Mm. I, I didn't see it. Terrible sorry about that. You know what I mean? Which should be a response. But to just go on the defensive and then just lie. Like, no, I didn't just pull away in that roundabout yeah. that I parked in front of. Then, yeah, like, parked two in the roundabout. Yeah. No, it was like um, I was driving to work one morning. Uh, I was on a motorbike. 
and I was stopped at a set of lights. It was a rare set of lights you'd ever get caught at. It was a pedestrian light at, um, you know, the old Total Fitness in Blanche. Yeah. They put in a set of pedestrian lights, but it was very rare for anybody to walk to that gym because it's a little bit out of the way. So the rare occasion anyway, this one morning, I got stopped at these lights. Well, the, the lights were red, and of course, I'm on a motorbike. I co- It's two lanes of traffic. I coast up between the two lanes. I wait at the front. Light goes green. This L one that's to the right-hand side of me obviously has some issue with, like, you know, you're not pulling off in front of me. Like, she's watching the pedestrian lights as opposed to watching the road yeah. lights. So as soon as she sees the pedestrian light kind of flashing, she takes off, cracks my handlebar with her mirror. Just like whips the handlebar clean out of my hand. Thankfully, I wasn't holding it that tight. <coughs> handlebar pops out of my hand. So I just like had to just straighten my wheel back up, took off after her. And like that, no sign of stopping her like that. Yeah. So I just whipped in in front of her and practically stood on the brakes, like brought her right to as slow as I could get her. Um, Trying yeah, to hold her. walking the bike. Yeah, literally. No, just trying to. Um, Trying to kind of slow her. I was hoping to get her caught. There was lights up at the roundabout or something like that. There was a set of lights coming up. I think whatever whatever way it was working out, I was trying to hold her up enough that I could get off the bike and go back to her. And no, no, she, like, she was still driving on. And this van, I remember this van comes up the outside. I think there was two lanes. We were then on the inside lane. And um, this van comes up the outside. And he puts down his window. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I just heard, I, like, I just wanted to say, so you mind your own fucking business. I said, she just fucking hit me back there. Oh, all right, I just put his window <laughs> up and drives on. So that was that anyway. I thought he's going to start boxing her in as well. Yeah, so what happens is, is that, um, we're driving up the road anyway, so next of all, there's a set of lights go red. So I pull over in such a way that I know she's going to come forward, but then she's stopped by the car that's then in front of me. And because I want to have a, you know, a kind word to her yeah. as well. So like that, she proceeds to put down her window and... No, oh, no apology, no nothing. No, I'm after taking her reg. I'm after looking mm. in my mirror and I'm after, I'm after memorizing her reg. And she turns around and puts down the window. Are you sick? She says to me. I said, am I sick? What the fuck are you talking about? I said, you do realize that you hit me back there. I, can't, I, I don't even remember where it went from there, but I know like that she went off into a blah, 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 yeah, blah, I didn't blah, hit you. Start flapping her fucking gums. And like that, I just turned around and I said, I'll call the guards, blah, blah, blah. I said, no problem, work. I said, you call the guards off. That's no bother. I have your red. I said, that's grand. I said, because I have yours. You know, always, so then again, she goes off into another bit of a fucking rant or something like that. But at this stage, lights were green. I was waiting to go to work. So I just turned around and said, I said, you know, I said, you got fuck off, you dopey cunt. Or something to that something to that effect mm. anyway. Something not too fucking, something I wouldn't usually, I would say for special women, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I took off, went to work. That was that. Thought no more of it. Boo half ten or so I'm in work and I get a phone call to my mum and she says to me she says um, you okay she didn't <laughs> anything happen like you know what I mean or anything like that and I turn around says, no why what's up and then all of a sudden the penny dropped because it happened not too far from my mother's house I said maybe somebody because it was a fairly distinctive bike I was driving at the time I figured maybe somebody who seen it and said to me mum just I seen Derek this morning blah 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 whatever but I turned around and said, I said, ah, I said, some L one clipped me with our mirror. I said, it was grand. I said, like I said, it was fine. I said, it was nothing happened, blah, blah, blah. Why the fools at the door? Yeah, so she turns around and she goes, no, it's just the police are here looking for you. And I turned around and I said, what? She says, yeah, and she gave me the number to ring Star Street Garda Station or something like that. I said, okay, no problem. So like that, I rang the, the cop shop, gave them, told, said, how are you doing? Says, so you just called me mother's house looking for me, blah, blah, blah. I think I was actually still living at home at the time, possibly. So you called me mother's house, said, looking for me, uh, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Your man says, well, look, uh, um, yeah, we've had a complaint about the dangerous driving and harassing this woman and blah, blah, blah. And I turned around and said, okay. I said, yeah, that's fair enough. I said, uh, I said, but I said, you know, when I hear my side of things, like, you know, so I, and your man, you know, completely dismissive. All he knew was it was some young flat on a motorbike. Like, that's all he had to hear from this yeah. toffee nose fuck. And that was it. I was in the wrong. So I turned around and I told him what had happened and all. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's grand, right. Uh, and what you, and his, his response is basically something along the lines of, and what you want us to do about it? Uh, nothing. So I turned around and I said to him, I said, well, what you can do is that I've never had the police call to, call to my mother's house before. I said, so maybe, I said, you can extend her the same courtesy, I said, and send somebody out to have a word with her, seeing as I'm based on what I'm telling you. I said, and while they're there, I said, take a look at her car. I said, there's a black scratch, I said, the length of the back of her mirror. I said, if I hit her, how could I have scratched the back of her mirror? And straight away his tone just changed. And he's like, oh, what side? I said, on the passenger side, I said, where she fucking came up. I said, and took the handlebars clean out of my hand, as I told you. Straight away his attitude changed. All right, right, right. So according to him, anyway, they went off and they cautioned her for dangerous driving. 
Excellent. where, you know, obviously there was physical proof there then, which counter yeah. counter argued what she had told him happened or whatever That's happened. Like a, unless you charged her and scratched the mirror. Yeah, unless, I mean, it, it, virtually impossible. Unless I jammed on the brakes and then she kept going from behind hmm. me and, you know, it was impossible that I could hit the what is the front of her mirror, like, you know. But it is, it's just one of them things hmm. where... You know, if you make a mistake or you pull out or you just genuinely don't see... Because, I mean, there are. You know, you'll have a lapse in concentration. Maybe weather's bad. Maybe you, you spot somebody down the road, yeah. whatever. But fucking have the decency to put your hand up and say, Jesus, sorry about that, like, you know, that sort of way. That's it, if you're wrong. Yeah. Say it. Oh, you know, but that's a, a thing, people on the road. I'm right. I'm always right. Everything I do in my car is right. Yeah, I'm and there are times where a wave isn't enough. An acknowledgement isn't enough. Like, there's a pedestrian crossing down the road from my shop. And uh, my old shop was literally right on the, as you know, yes. it was right on the pedestrian crossing. My new shop is, uh, you know, about, I don't know, 20 yards down the road away from me. But every time, nearly every time, I would say, a return journey, so that's an over and back, every time, once, you're going to have to stop yourself in your tracks because somebody's just not stopping. Yeah. And yeah. it happened to me just the other day. I went down to get some milk or something like that. I was coming back, and this L one, like that, pulls up and I'm standing, I'll always stand there and because I mean a pedestrian crossing doesn't give you the automatic right away to just stroll out. Like, yeah, obviously, just like a, a green light on the traffic lights doesn't give you the right yeah. way. You go and there's nothing coming. Yeah, it's going. It's, I mean, I believe the rules of the road stay, uh, you know, proceed if it's safe to do so, yes. you know. and So like that, but this L one fucking kind of pulls up, you know, can clearly see me, but it's clearly not in any shape to stop, so keeps going and gives me this wave. And that's when you look and kind of go, no, a wave's not good enough there because if I wasn't paying attention or I chose to just go, oh yeah, she sees me and walk out because I was there at the junction in plenty of time for her to stop. You know, that's our way. She would have just fucking plowed me over. Like. There's orange flashing lights there. You meant to slow down. It's, orange, like, a, it's like a yield sign. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, there's no there's no excuse not to slow mm. down coming up to it. You know, that's our way. But it is that weird thing, like you say, if people... Oddly, I don't know if it's just a weird defensive mechanism thing where you'll automatically go on the defense if somebody puts it to you. Yeah. You know, that sort of way, like, you know what I mean? Especially when driving, people aren't wrong. They can never be wrong. Yeah, they seem to just say it's a pride thing or something mm. like that. I don't know what it is. But, mm. um, yeah, that's enough about that. That's Fucking it. bad women drivers. So now we've insulted women, uh, band members, uh, guitarists, runners, boxers, and drivers. Yeah. Good job, we probably don't have any female listeners, isn't it, really? So I was in the going to the the shops the other day. I was turning into the the car parking space, and the the woman would have been to the right of where I was turning into. Bombs our car forward and reverses back because she want, wanted to be closer to my space. Okay. She she has two wheels on the white line, and I pull up in the middle of the space, and she couldn't get out because of. She put the car yeah, too close. too close. Yeah. I'm, I'm not moving. No, yeah. I'm happy where I am. Yeah, I'll squeeze out the passenger door if I have to. Yeah, I often have that dilemma. Even when I park, like you know, say you just there's very little parking available, mm. so you kind of look and you kind of go, okay, well, I have to take this space, but do I? I'm in a position where I could squeeze over. Let's say the car on either side of you is too much to their right, yeah. so therefore I could go too much to my right. But that means that when the car on my left pulls out and the next guy pulls in if yeah, he pulls just, straight in I'm too tight it's just so, continuous bad parking exactly yeah so I, that's what I'm always torn with that well do I park do I park correct and force this fucker to my right hand side to have to climb in through his passenger seat or I both risk this you know if he's that bad of a driver chances are he's an inconsiderate prick anyway yeah. and risk them then opening their door and knocking the shit out of the side of your that's car it. like that's about the one beside me the next space over was a plant Right, so like, there's no reason why so she, she couldn't have been right to that. that. Yeah. yeah, if there was nobody getting out of her passenger side and she reversed yeah, no, she in, one person in the car. Yeah, she should have been as snug as fuck to yeah. that plan to keep. Because that's what I will do. Like if I'm in a position where I'm parking at an end space or a space beside, whether it be a plant or mm. whatever, I'll put myself as far over, even if it means letting the other person out first. If there you do have yeah. a passenger, I'll let them out and I'll park as far over to, to kind of guarantee that the person next to you ain't gonna knock the shit out of your door or is gonna have any trouble getting in or out. That's like, it. You know? Even in the the driveway outside, I'm parked pretty much beside the wall to let people walk up and down to the door without having yeah, to. Yeah, I do the same on the side of the car. Put the cars to the left hand side of the garden and as far up as you can to keep mm-hmm. the free biggest free area. Doesn't generally happen though, nah. but because uh, it's like Louise's auntie, she has this thing of just. Regardless of somebody's in already parked in there or not, she'll park blocking your driveway, okay. and I swear she does it for the reaction. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So somebody sure. has to ask her to move or has to do this or that. Other than that, why why would you park in front of even if there's if there's a car in the garden, there's a chance that that person might want to come out. Or if there's no car in the garden, there's a chance that they are going to arrive home and need to park. Yeah. So why would you block the front of somebody's house, like That's you know it. that sort like, of way? When I come to your place, like you're generally not nobody's leaving at the hour I arrive. No. But I still don't block the driveway. No, because the just in case factor. The, 40 or 50 yards up the road where I have to walk. Mm. Yeah, but that's it. And again, I don't know, I mean, it seems to be, like I say, the, you know, the old common sense is not that common sort yeah. of thing. Like, people just don't seem to actually think at all when they're doing things. Nah, they don't. You know, but or else they want attention by somebody asking them to do something. Yeah, I do think there's definitely that element of doing something so you have to get the response. I think I, I think I may have spoken about this on air before, but like that, there was this old boy who used to get his hair cut on me and just... Just, he was just one of them. I'd say, you know, with any luck, he's actually fucking dead now because this guy, I wouldn't say for the last maybe 20, 30 years, I'd say he's just this disgruntled little old fuck, like, mm. just causing trouble. I've seen him actively park his big fucking pickup one day, park it, reverse back enough that he was blocking the gate, the back gate to the vet that the vet uses to come in and out. I got out, walked to the end to, like, check that he had parked yeah, there and then walked home. off. You know that sort of way. Now, there was nothing else in front of him. He could have happily moved up. But you know, it would have made his fucking day to come out and kind of go, oh, just am I blocking you in? Sorry about that. Oh, it's just for this yeah. weird reaction. Like, I don't know why, but there really is. I don't know. Yeah, Some people are weird. They are. Want to jump into the box of doom, so? We might as well. We might as well. It's that time, people. The movie box of doom. That's about as energetic as I can give it to um, it was Brazil. Is it Gillum or Gillum? Am I pronouncing it right? I'd say Terry Gillum. Gillum, okay. Terry Gillum uh, of Monty Python fame. 1985. Um, I don't even know where to begin trying to do, giving you a synopsis on this film. I thought it was shit. Right. I really well, thought you're it was in the minority of people who've seen this film. Apparently so, because 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That blew me away. I, um, I am absolutely gobsmacked. Like, I mean, fucking Be Kind Rewind got 65% and that wasn't a great movie. Brazil is a terrible fucking movie. I get the, I get the distinct feeling that there's a bunch of pretentious pricks out there who like to, you know, comment on the social commentary within this movie and blah, blah, yeah, blah. But no. that's what it was. Clearly, like, there's no hidden messages. It was. Oh, no, but that's what I'm saying. You know, everything was grey and bleak mm. and his dreams. and uh, I mean, it was just... And I mean, what a cast. I mean, some big fucking names yeah. in it too. Like, I mean, uh, you know, there was some big fucking names there. But I just thought... And, and Bob Hoskins. And Bob Hoskins, yeah, exactly. I just thought it was terrible. I really did. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, sometimes I like looking at all movies that are showing us this dystopian future and kind of what it could look like because it's usually laughable what they project and see. But what they well, put in this... But it wasn't the future. It was the present of the mid-80s. Was it meant to be set in the 80s? Yeah. Okay, I it's a didn't take that from sometime in the 20th century. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, I mean, given that it was made in the mid-80s, I mean, 20th century still had another 15 years yeah. to go. Like, so, I mean, I, I'm guessing that that was a vision of the future. I guess somewhere in the 20th century is either 85 years before it or you're 15 years or so. Well, yes, true enough. But either either way, though, it made no sense then because it was, I mean, the technology and all that they had in it made no fucking sense the, the the ducting everything having ducting and needing ducting and all made no fucking sense um you know the amount of wiring within the fucking walls and ceiling of your man's house like nothing about it made any sense to say to me that it was in the past none about it made it i mean that bar that it was a really bad guess at what the future might be like yeah and it wasn't the future it was somewhere in the 20th century it was fucking terrible as well it was it was somewhere in a bag of shit um, well, you no. need to fill out form 46812 slash 3 this is what I want to say this is the problem I'm going to have with this week's questions is no that, forms this is what I'm saying is this week's questions going to be no I, forms I mean, you know, oh fucking this that I mean, there was so much of that because it was this regimental type film. Mm. There was so much of all this oh XB XYZ fucking slash forward slash fucking yeah. two three seven. Yeah, no forms. You know, all this art yeah. crack. It just There's no forms in the questions. Good. Okay, had a budget of fifteen million and a box office of in the US only uh 
we couldn't well i say we james couldn't find an international but nine million which pleases me no amount to hear that but there was huge fights between the director and the people who made it about cutting it and changing it and trying to make it better or worse so clearly the ones who wanted to make it worse won. <laughs> yeah, Terry Gillen won. I can't imagine that that could have got any better. It was, it was pretty fucking bad, it really was. I liked it. I, I Did you enjoy it? Had you seen it before? Because I know you yeah. said it was on your movie to watch list. Years ago, but back when I was in mid-teens and it's yeah. not a film when, for when you're a kid. No, definitely. Not a kid it for when you're an adult either, not, according to me. But, but yeah, the, I did not enjoy it. The, like a, if I'm having nightmares and dreams, it's all about tight corridors and tight spaces, so... The, which they had a lot of in the film. So Do you have nightmares? Sometimes. Really? Yeah. But it's, not, it's never about monsters Weird. or things. It's about space and Yeah, I mean, the, the closest thing I'd have, what I, I, I do, I won't say reoccurring, but I have had on occasion zombie-based dreams. But they ain't nightmares to me. That, yeah. man, that is, that is the, epi- that is the, what's the word I'm known for? Epitome. The epitome of a dream to me. I would love a Walking Dead style world. I would love the ability to just wield a baseball bat or a machete. And I just don't want to be in a around. corridor with weird angles and weird walls. Yeah. It freaks me out. Sharing a desk between a wall with yeah. a dude. Um, yeah, no, with nightmares though, I don't think I have, I, and that would be considered a nightmare. Okay. Um, enough about bad dreams and whatnot. Uh, you, got, you do have questions, I believe. I do. I'll let you start. So, no, it, uh, I guess I should jot these down. At the at the start, when they're interviewing the deputy minister, and they uh, said the bombing campaign. How long was the bombing campaign? Thirteen years. Yes, <laughs> that's the first question I had as well. <laughs> All right, thirteen years. <laughs> um, funny, I was thinking about that during the week. If we have a question, like, do we? Do you be honest? And if you have a question that's the same question, do we just take a point each? Uh, yes. Do you want to do that? Yes. Okay, we'll do that. So, because I mean, it's, it would be highly unlikely that we end up with the three same questions. Mm. So, therefore, I do just think it's fair. Rather than, I mean, I do have a fourth question, but rather than me throwing the fourth question at you as opposed to me forced one, like you know, yeah. I'll be honest. And I said it. That was it. Okay. Um, when they go to the restaurant and they're ordering their their dinners, yes. What meal numbers do they order? There's four of them at the table, and they each have to order by number. Uh, Sam orders a three. Uh, But didn't his L1 change it at the last minute from a two to something else? You tell me. I am. Eight. And a two and a four. So you're saying? Three, two, four, and eight. So two, three, four, eight. Yes. So close, but yet so far. One, two, three, and eight. That was close. You were very close. Not close enough, though, apparently. Nope. Okay. Um. What was wrong with Sam's number three? What was wrong with it? Yeah. He um, was compl- complained about it. I don't know. You don't know. That's all he seemed to do in that film was give out. <laughs> it was very fucking annoying. Um, what was wrong with it? Uh, well, it was, a, it was a steak, but it all came out like spilled up baby food uh, I don't know but I'm gonna hazard a guess and say wasn't done well enough yeah that uh, wasn't rare so does that count yeah, as done that, well enough yeah yeah that, that, that'll yeah I mean I, I come on given that I didn't know it, I mean and it, it was a guess yeah but you're not giving me three of the four numbers here <laughs> well I mean I think you got one of them wrong I didn't get that wrong I said it wasn't it wasn't done well enough Hmm. I'm trying to figure out whether rare is the same as not done well enough. Well, rare is yeah, rare is un- it would be. I will I will side with you on this and say that I said not done well enough, which yes. would mean that it should have been cooked more. But it he was, was giving it out was that rare. Okay, right. Look at yeah. Okay, I don't know why I'm doing this, but yeah, I let you have that because what what I said would imply that it should have been done more. Yes. Whereas what his complaint was was it should have been done less. Yes. Okay, then I won't take that. Bloody close fucking guess though. And everything in the first 10 minutes of the film. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right, this is the one now, and I want the specific answer to this. Where is his apartment? It's in the building. No, okay, because you'll either know this or you won't. It's I don't know. It's on the 30th floor. No, again, this was the ridiculous regimental thing they had going on. Yeah, didn't he say it when he was 
giving out about the, the air condition. Yes, that's it. And I, I actually had to play it back about four times <laughs> to get the full address. So that's how I said, he's never going to this. Yeah, I said, he's never going to get this. John, the Yeah, go on. 579B, block 19, northwestern section D, exit 1, Green Pastures Highway, Orange Blossom Flyover. <laughs> Safe to say you didn't get that. No. Uh, name the girl Sam's mother I wanted to set him up with. Oh, I don't know. Can't think of that, I don't know. Shirley. Shirley, okay. Another draw, is it? I don't believe it. Yeah, it's another draw. It's another one I'll draw. Unless um, we don't, you, you don't get away from going into the whole bonus rounds, aren't we? Yeah. Just do the three questions. Okay, it's a draw again. I can't believe we're still stuck on 13 12. Uh, when I was reading Wikipedia. I'm too honest. That's why it's yes. 13 12. I should have taken that one. When I was reading Wikipedia, Tom Cruise was considered for the, the lead role. I did see that. But yeah, I don't know. I must have been. I must have brought it up on IMDb or something, but I did see something mentioned about Tom Cruise. Um, it was. Oh, what was it? it was budgeting conflicts or scheduling conflicts or something like that something it wasn't that he didn't want to do it it was something else ruled him out I think but I mean 1985 what has he made? Legend? yeah um, making Top Gun at that stage maybe there thereabouts yeah yeah he's not Tom Cruise though at that stage no. really is he? not yet you know that sort of way he's, uh, he's, he's getting there he's just some short guy yeah. Right, give that box a rattle. Make it good. That's a bewildered look on your face. I'm trying to figure, remember, did I see this three or four weeks ago? Okay. Uh, Solaris. Solaris. Yeah. Clooney, I think, in space. Isn't that gravity? No. This was before gravity. Solaris, Solaris. Hmm. Look it up there. Yep, yeah, it is Clooney in space. Again. <laughs> yes. or, oh, before. Or for the first time, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm torn on space-based movies. Like, you know, I get the whole, they're generally claustrophobic in their feel and stuff like that and all. And there are space-based movies that I like, you know, kind of, yeah. well, I haven't seen it in a dog's age. I keep meaning to rewatch it, but I say Event Horizon, um, Alien. Um, fucking what was was a sunshine was it called? Yeah, um, yeah. Chris Evans and that. Again, like I do enjoy them, but at the same time, I don't know if it's because of there's always that weird kind of claustrophobic undertone to them that there is some always a little apprehensive to watch them at the same time. Like I've watched Solaris and Sunshine in the last four months. Oh really? Yeah, getting all spacey on me. <laughs> um, I think they were both on film four around the same time, so. So you're probably going to get away with watching it again? Uh, I hope not. I didn't like it. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to pick at the most obscure questions so to make sure <laughs> you had to watch it to get them. Wasn't good, no? Oh, I didn't like it. It's what else? Who else is in it? What's the deal? Uh, Natasha McElone. The, she's from the North. Okay, name does not ring a bell uh, at it's all. Made by Steven Soderbergh. Right, again, he's one of them, I know the name, but couldn't pin him down to other films. And the only other person I know is Jeremy Davis, who's generic character actor, greasy Pitcher. drug dealer. Name doesn't ring a bell, Jeremy Davis, no. No, I don't recognise him at all. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. Okay, okay, so what year was it? 2002. 2002, okay. Yes. Right, so 2002's Solaris. Check back next week and... Uh, See if we've managed to get some questions. Yes. Why was George in space? <laughs> okay, then. Um, All right. I've, uh, okay. That's, that's not a question. It's just going to set up you giving out. All right. You're going to, yeah, you're there like hand on me leash, like, you yeah. know, like a rabbit dog about to just let me off. Uh, single mother. Oh, you got me blood boiling uh, already. <laughs> Uh, house in a house given to her by the government. Of course, it was four kids. Oh, lovely! Three Ma fathers. I was going to say how many fathers? Three fathers. Okay, she's yeah. a she's the proper single mother. She is. Uh, she's cutting down on her Christmas spending this year. She's having what she's spending on each kid. Right. It's only five hundred per kid. Right. So she's now going to spend two grand on four kids. Yeah. I'm going to safely assume if she's in a house the government gave her that this lady is not gainfully employed. No, she's not. 
No. Don't think she ever has been. No. All well, kids uh, under 10, I think. Unless you count, unless you count lying on your fucking back shooting a V for victory employed, yes. which is about as employed as that girl can get. Um, four kids under 10. She's about how old? She's 27, 28. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's with that? You know, let me start off by saying in the last budget, they've reinstated the quote unquote Christmas bonus for these fucking spongers. I mm. mean, a Christmas bonus is that not something you is a bonus, yeah, a bonus not something, is something you get? You it's, a re, it's a reward, yeah. It's yeah. a reward scheme. You've earned this. Here's a bonus. You've done so well. Here's a bonus. You hit your yeah. target. Here's a bonus. You don't just get it because it's Christmas. You have to do something. Yeah, and I mean clearly. The likes of this fucking bottom feeder has been given far too much as it is if mm. she can afford to spend 500 euros per child. Yeah, and it'll, it's more because she doesn't have this money. She's borrowing it from a money lender. Right. So it's when you add in interest. So where did you hear it? Is this somebody you know yeah. or know of? Or know yes, of. Know of, yeah. So she's getting money off one of these, you know, legal, illegal money lenders like where they're, they're practically legalized leg breakers. Like, yeah. But it's insane like you know the thing is and chances are like she'll just get this loan and then run to the welfare with some receipt for it and say oh I can't afford to pay this blah 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 yeah. and they'll write or they'll cut her a check for it like you know yeah very possibly it's fucking baffling isn't it it's, it's, just, it's one of them things where at what point did we reward these loose women like you know that sort of way at what point did it become like oh here the you know you weren't responsible enough I mean, I'm, by all means, be as fucking, you know, promiscuous as you want. I'm all for it. Great. Yeah, you're, you're your own yeah. free single. Brilliant. Run around putting it about. That's great. But It's not the state's on, responsibility. Be on the pill, yeah, use condoms, or pay for the consequences. Mm. Simple no, as that. A lot of it's, th- it is their career path. Get pregnant oh, and yeah, get a gaff. Yeah. Oh, I don't doubt that for a second. I mean, from what I hear about how you seem to be able to pick and choose and all where you get a house. And again, you know, I don't have any force on the experience of this, but I do know of people, you know what I mean, that have gotten houses and all. And rent being paid to the tune of 1200 a month and all this mm. sort of crack for them. You know that sort of way? like, And, and every one of them has their bo- their boyfriend living with them, but are supposedly single mothers yeah. and all this sort and of crap. disappears crack. when somebody's coming around. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they don't live there according to the man, you know, that sort of way. They're still living at home with mommy or something like that. But it is. It's just fucking baffling, like, it you is. know, that sort of way like that. They turn around and, the, the, you know, the thing, you know, by all means, spend whatever you want on your kids. I mean, they're your kids. Spoil them rotten if you see fit. Yeah. You know, Christmas well, comes but once a year. If you have the money. Yeah, you know, I always maintain whenever anybody gives out about anything like back to school costs or Christmas or anything, you know, you've had 365 days notice. It's yeah. not like it was snuck up on you like by surprise. Like somebody just knocked at the door and said, you know, here, I want money. Like I got a, again, I, don't, I, I must kind of try and remember better what I have and haven't spoke about. I got hit with a bill, uh, an import duty bill. Did I talk about this? No. Um. I'm a avid Hulk fan and collector, and I got a statue earlier in the year from Sideshow Collectibles, and basically ordered it and comes in from America. Grand, I get it. Paid for me shipping, comes to the door, signed for. Thank you very much. A couple of weeks later, I get a letter from FedEx stating that I owed them 192 euros and 22 cent, and I kind of going, what the fuck? How the hell the fuck can I owe them this? And like that, it's it's turns out it's like import duty tax. Then they even they even put VAT onto the shipping charge that I've already paid. Then they charge me a levy for bringing it in uh, and all this sort of thing. But why FedEx? Why not the the government that was a tax? Well, what happens is it does go to customs, but somewhere in the small print that nobody will ever read, it does state that basically what FedEx have done is they've fronted the money for me essentially. To pay cut the custom so nice, I nice so I can get my product, but as I told them, you shouldn't have. I didn't give you any right to front money for me because, as it turns out, the hundred and ninety-two euros is more than one third the price of what I paid for the the statue and shipping. Yeah. I think it came in at uh, in dollars. I think it was nearly seven hundred dollars. So in euros, you know, including shipping and all, let's call it a five something. 
and to be charged 190 say let's call it 550 I think something like that and then to be charged 192 on top of that let me tell you I'm fucking licking me wounds there I'd say so absolutely fucking ridiculous like I'm good things like that are worth a certain amount yeah you're adding on 200 quid yeah like basically now I mean it is I, you know the only thing I will say it is a premium format highly sought after statue that they only made 3,000 of so I mean it, chances of it ever going down in value is probably zero but I, that thing I, that thing has to accrue 200 euros worth of value now for me to ever yes. break even just to pass he'll, it on he'll track down uh, about a thousand of them with a hammer yes <laughs> that, that might help my cause but it is it's just one I don't know why I got onto saying that all about paying for shit you yeah. know what I mean yeah again you know I had to pay for that that's, that snuck up on me that was a charge I wasn't expecting yeah, to get surprise yeah I mean my taxes are due like you know we were talking to the accountant last week my taxes are due now Christmas is coming up not the best time of year for me to get hit with 192 with 22, no. 22 cent yeah, of a bill uh, but you know tax comes up because it comes up to 31st my tax comes of up, October my money is there year. for it Christmas comes up my money's there yeah. for it this bill came up and because I'm not some fucking degenerate sponger, the money was there for it. But I didn't want to take a 200 euro hit in fucking mid-November. Mm. But I had to, you know what I mean? But the likes of this fucktard is going to turn around and go borrowing money off some fucking leg breaker to buy our kids, yeah. you know, toys at Christmas. Why not just cut it down to 100 quid each and don't have to borrow money? That's Give the it. kids that one tight Christmas. You know, that's all the way. Like, just do it. Just, you know, you don't have to spoil them all day, every day. No. And I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb. have DVDs and toys and games mm. and Playstations and Xboxes. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this girl smokes and drinks. You know what I mean? Uh, Potentially. I I'll say drinks. Okay. You know don't end up with that many fathers if you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this girl, exactly. Yeah, she's not doing all this, this fucking legwork so mm. Um You but know. She, she got father number three while living... In the family home of father number two. Wow, okay. So she has there's father number one. Yes. She has a kid, goes on, meets some other dude, which isn't uncommon, that's mm. grand. Okay. He shacks up with her, uh, yeah, in, plants his with, seed. In his parents' house. Oh, so she moves into his parents' yeah. house. He with, plants with, his with, seed. With kids. Yeah, he plants well, kid at this stage. No, I think after he provided the second one, I think. Okay, right, so he provides, he, he germinates a second seed, they move into his parents' house or whatever, she then cheats on him with father number three, Yeah. then obviously doesn't stay with, oh no, does stay with him then to have a second kid for him, am I right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the way it worked, and oh. then left after, with three kids to rock on to. Yeah, well four kids. Yeah. You know, there's, that's there's too many people involved in this. Yeah, it's baffling. I mean, like this, and again, where is the social welfare to stand in and turn around and say, "Okay, you seem to actively just be getting pregnant for people." Like, you know, what I mean, mm. we're not paying for these kids. Yeah. Like, you know, that's all down this group of lads here and yeah. get money off them yeah, to pay for these things. You have to know who they are, especially the one, especially when there's two for the one guy. They have to know who yeah. he is. You know, that sort of way. They, like, that's, she that's, has to. That's like. not a one night stand in coppers. No, I mean because I don't doubt that there are girls out there who potentially genuinely don't know who the father mm. is because they did just go out with the sole purpose of getting pregnant, spend a month on their back, literally, like you know that sort of yeah. way, and then oh yeah, lo and behold, I miss me period, happy days, I'm pregnant, cash cow, lovely, you know that sort of way. So they don't know which one of those. 10 fellas they slept with over the course of a month or something like that could have been any of them and they don't know any of them you know that sort of way I know a girl who had a kid for a lad and like that it was a one night stand and the guy knows nothing about the fact that he has a kid fair enough to him yeah there you go you know a classic example about how this young one just didn't care like you know what I mean so now you have this white girl walking around with a black kid and no father you know that sort of way it's ridiculous I would see sometime in the future they start uh, this younger couple hook up and they're introducing the parents and it's the, the, the two people and it turns out the other couple are brother and sister I'm telling you man excuse me eat me fucking moustache here I have said it before and I will say it again it is only a matter of time this oh, yeah. is a very small island it's only a matter of time before we have cases of inbreeding yeah. I mean there's already within um, small rural villages and all there's definitely cases of you know first and second cousins fucking marrying and all this sort of jazz like I know I was only talking I don't know what brought it up but some guy laid mentioned to the fact that he's married to a second cousin and they had to get some sort of fucking written permission mm. off the church or some shit like that 
That's fair enough. I think Fuck the George. I'd be more worried about getting permission off a doctor to say my kid ain't going to yeah, have three I, arms. I like. think it's okay if it's second cousins. Is it far enough removed? Yeah. I think first cousins enough is far enough as well. Yeah, quite possibly because you've already got 50%. Yeah. Of the other person and 50% so from that, so it's... It's 25%. Yes, exactly, yeah, yeah. From each side, which isn't a very high no. percentage. But um, still, it's still just a bit weird. I mean, come it on, is. it's still your cousin. You know that sort of way? I mean, I know there's the old jokey term, I don't know where it comes from, about kissing cousins. But, you know, there's that yeah, and then the there's... Kissing cousins, that's okay. Yeah, I don't just think anybody came your up... Dick in your yeah, I don't think anybody came up with the term riding cousins, yeah. exactly, yeah. I don't know, and again... You know, black cats or black kittens. There's a certain type of person that's going to be attracted to this sort of shit. Um, but the, I, I do remember reading of a story one time, and it turned out that it was something to do with blood. You know, it was this couple going out, and it was, I think it was down the line of fertility treatment or something like that. And it was only at that point that they found out they were brother and sister. All right. Like because, <laughs> but but did not know because obviously you know father yeah. was putting it about or whatever like that and these two met at college and yada 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 as the story goes and turns out they shared like the same DNA but I mean what do you do in a situation like that I moved to another country yeah because I mean that's got to be a weird one because like you know you can't well, just stop being in love with somebody yeah, because you'll be the only people who know then adopt your child yeah I, I think yeah that's like, probably be the stop, safest stop route yeah. making mutants there yeah that's probably got to be the safest route mm. um yeah, and hopefully the the doctor from the fertility clinic doesn't move into the estate and start spreading yeah, rumors. Start, start kind of going, huh, huh? You know, I think those two look a bit alike. You know, it's like that uh, that film you were talking about, the fucking house on the left or something like that. Or like yeah. but it's the same. Like instead of it being the same person, it's like brother and sister. Right, um, we're coming up on the hour, but I do have something that I wanted to touch on, so I think we might give him a little extra, a little something juicy. Right, I'm gonna show you a video, and. Uh, we can discuss. Um, yeah, there's a bit of waffling going on now, but basically some board giving a lot of shit on a fucking train and then stuff starts to go down. So just watch and then we shall discuss. Stop it there. I mean, that's you see seen what you needed to see. <laughs> I'll watch the end of this fight. Okay, you watch on. I'll um, basically, I will pop a link up for this video. It's some girl giving some guy shit on a train, and eventually she gets up in his face and hits him a slap. And at which point, he happily returns an open yeah. hand slap. Which and I'm talking about fucking slaps the lips off her face <laughs> like it's a proper. Good whopping open hand slap, and then like a little bit of all hell breaks loose. Then, yeah, some other guy gets into it and he gets twatted. Yeah, but my point being is, um, like even on YouTube, like this video falls under the title "Man Smacks the Soul Out of Girl <laughs> on the New York Subway." Now, what I can't fathom is why is it the man slapped the soul out of the girl? You know, she clearly hit him. Yeah, she so was why, the first one to raise yeah, her hand. Yeah, why isn't a woman hits man? Pays the price yeah. <laughs> by getting the soul slapped yeah. out of her. But like, women want equality, and if you're going to go around and hit somebody, exactly. you've got to take the chances. Exactly. Like this you, is my you point. Do some shit worthy of a suplex. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for, you know, you treat a woman like a woman, you don't hit a lady, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But 
the, uh, the, the word there is lady. Hmm. Some fucking tow rag cunt like that comes up. And not only is she standing there stripping you down, like on the train, like ripping yeah, the shit out of what you're wearing and all. <clears throat> it's not the first time she raised her hand. She slapped the, f- the phone a couple of times. Yes, the other exactly. Guy. The guy who's filming it seems to be laughing at the fact that she's kind of slapping at him like with his phone and kind of clearly knocks hmm. the phone a couple of times. But when she turns on and hits your man a slap, enough is enough. Yeah. And he turns around and fucking opens up on a wow, just yeah. one good fucking open hand slap. But some of the comments below I thought were so true. The, you know, the only problem they saw with it was the fact that he didn't close his fingers. <laughs> like, I mean, that they should he should have just know. fucking knocked no, her if, out. If you get slapped... You slap back and then if she comes at you again, knock her out. Yeah, a slap for a slap. But yeah, yeah he should have just fucking knocked her out, put her right on her fucking arse. But that's the thing. But you could tell by her reaction, like, you know, okay, a bit of all hell breaks loose and it's kind of hard to tell who's scrambling here. Mm. Like, it does go, I don't know if you watch that enough. Like, some guy does get in then and kind of, he's all about, no, yeah. okay, you's got that way, you's got that way, like, fucking knock it off sort of shit. Like, but she clearly, from what I could see, didn't retaliate. So it was the last thing she thought she was getting. Yeah. So I, I can do this. I can do whatever I want. I'm a girl. Yeah. And, you know, she thought she could just fucking, yeah, be all this melty fucker. Kind of reminds me back to that, uh, what was it, fucking that, um, remember the old dude fucking busts the black lad oh, on Badass. The, badass. Yeah, well, basically, yeah, that, that, the film that was them badass. Like, you know what I mean? It was that sort of mentality of, like, you know, just this loud, ooh, you can't say it to me. And I mean, you know, I'm not going to stereotype here and say that it, they're always black but in any of the clips I see they're always black I've seen another clip that that clip led me to uh, I will pop a link up as well but it's this board in a garage forecourt I like that again whatever the, the argument was but there's a board on our fella and the fella's a big dude but some guy has given them a bit of shit and then she does raise her hand to your man force, but then again, your man slaps her. And the mm. other guy fucking beats the snot out of him then. Like, so well and good. Your man bet the snot out of him for hitting his girlfriend. Yeah. Your man, even though she hit him, he should have known better than to hit. You know, you, you got to do that shit. If you're going to hit her back for hitting you, you got to expect that then he's going to hit you for hitting her. You know, that sort of way. But the fact of the matter is, like, she made this claim, I was raised black. <laughs> Obviously, whatever your man said, it was the, the boyfriend was black and this guy that was giving him shit was black. <laughs> and she's white as fuck. And she makes this claim that I was raised black. But it is generally, that's, it seems to be generally black people or raised black people that have yeah. that mentality. And okay, I say black people, Americans, like these American loudmouth boards yeah. giving people fucking shit, like thinking that there's no repercussion for what they're doing or saying. That's it, but there is. I mean, I, wa- I mean, what do you think? You think, you, you know, you hit a girl? No. But if she hits you, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That, if you want that, equality, you gotta take across, it in, in yeah. all forms. It's across the board. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I like, would be of that exact mind that you are a girl or a lady, if you want to put it, you know, into the into the, the, the right kind of I wouldn't hit a lady sort of thing. But until the point that you're not, and that's the point that you lay your hand on me, yeah. you know that's all right. And at I that could. point, you know, you're, whatever you give, you will get. You know that's all the way. Yeah. It's that simple. And especially outside, like if you're at home and. Your girlfriend or wife slaps you. Ah, you look, there, that, no, just that's give different. Up. There's a certain amount of their shit the, you got to put up bus. with. Yeah, there's a certain amount of their shit you've like, got to put up with. That's know. what you signed up for. You know, yeah. that sort of way. But if you're on the bus, you don't know who else is on the bus with that person. Yeah, so but you, but again, like if they've saw fit to just, and I mean, what could this guy possibly have done on a train to warrant her like yeah. mounting off of them like that? You know, that sort of way. Yeah, but do you find a lot of people uh, when they're out, that's what they do. They're going to we're a gang here we're going to be mouthy with people yeah and if and you look at us then we're going to yeah. you know say hey what are you looking at with your stupid jacket and all That's this it. sort of crack yeah and sometimes you get twatted in the face yeah but I thought when I seen it I said die you know that was a fucking peach of a clattery hit it I was absolutely slapped the lips off her face he did I said she had to come back later on yeah. go to lost and found and look for her lips stuck to the window yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it like but uh no, it was good to see. It was some nice swift yeah. fucking justice. It really was. Like, and I think rightly so because, you know, again, it's just it's one of them like, things. It's unlike the, the NFL guy, Ray Rice, who twatted his wife in the lift. Yeah, like does, yeah there a is a... giant di- man who, who punches a woman. Yeah, there is. like I said, there like, is a difference. When you're going out with somebody or you're married to somebody, there's a certain amount of that that you kind of signed up for and you will mm. put up with. And, and then there's and a certain amount of it where then it's enough is too much. And you yeah. d- that's when you call it quits and you kind of go, you know what, I ain't putting up with this fucking yeah, every shit. Every time you go out, you're, you get violence. Yeah. You hit me, jog on. I'm out of here. Like, you know, that sort of way. But like I say, but when it's a perfect stranger, 
Yeah, mm. I say it's fair game. It doesn't matter if it's a bloke or if it's a girl. Somebody comes up and starts hitting you. I think you've every right to back. The only time I ever came close to something like that would have actually been in school. And it was this girl, like that again, just this melty fuck. And um, like that, we were in school one day and whatever happened, there was an argument over a chair or something. I was sitting somewhere. I got up, moved, came back. She was at a take in the chair and I was like, no, give me back that chair or something and all. And so I ended up just kind of pulling the fucking chair back and sat back down. And she got up and reared up and kind of like that, kind of swung and gave me a fucking clatter, kind of more side, back of the head sort of thing. But I got up at that point and... Hit her with a chair. Yeah, gave her a fucking, yeah, a fucking Dudley Boys-esque fucking chair shot or Edge and Christian, whoever it was, used the chairs. Um, no, I, I proceeded to get up and grabbed her by the throat and just held her at arm's length where she couldn't. Now, she was actively still trying to hit me. Yes, but, but I just her off. yeah, I I didn't hit her back, but I just grabbed mm. her by the fucking throat and kind of held her at arms. Out. And then the teacher came in and was like, "What's going on here? We both got whipped out." Perform me a choke slam. Yeah, he knew what she was made of and the sort she was. So on one hand, he had to kind of dress me down a little, then sends her back in. Of course, she's bawling her eyes out and all. Then he turns to me, and I didn't get into yeah, I didn't get into trouble for it. I remember him just kind of saying, "Look, you know, you can't, you can't be doing that sort of thing and all." I was like, well, "What do you want me to do?" She hit me. I was all I, done, I could have hit her back. All I done was restrain her and all. And I remember like not getting into trouble for it. So obviously he thought I was yeah. fairly justified in what I had done like you know then you find people like that she took the chair to get a reaction off you quite possibly you know what I mean or even if she didn't again we go back to the whole doing something wrong in a car thing even if she didn't and I came back and kind of went oh no because I remember distinctly we didn't often take a computer class but we were in a computer room so maybe I'd got up to get something from the printer or something like that and came back and she'd whip me chair over so she could sit next to somebody else looking at something on the screen or something like that so instead of kind of going oh sorry is that your chair here you go no causes yeah. a bit of a ruckus because again she was that melty type you know that sort of way but like I say you do get them but yeah I thought that was a delicious fucking slap <laughs> it was it would, it, you, you just kind of went justice that's what it was, it was there's no other word for that slap well, definitely justice. slap of the week oh yeah it's up there <clears throat> okay well we're just over the hour now so I think we shall leave it there or thereabouts yeah I think so okay for me Derek it's goodbye oh, me James goodbye <laughs> jog on